0: Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the e-commerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30 minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast and now onto this episode. This is the fourth And final part of our four part
1: series on our holiday marketing playbook. And actually we break this down into four phases. So if you have not caught any of the other uh, videos or the other podcast episodes, go listen to those or go watch those because it's going to bring us all the way up to this point. So just just to recap briefly here, in phase one, this is where we are planning our offers, our website, and our inventory. We're working in advance so that when we get to those months, we already have game plans of what's going to be happening, and we're not trying to figure things out right before the holidays. Phase two is what we call the Black Friday VIP Pre-sale. This is where we run lead gen campaigns, and we leverage our email lists, and we leverage our existing uh, website traffic, utilizing our pop-up in or social media to drive people to a page where they get to join our VIP uh, or our exclusive early bird VIP list. This is where we're basically getting people to raise their hands and say, hey, yes, I want to get early bird access to your Black Friday deals so that that way I could take advantage of those and I can buy product from you. So we're trying to create this really buyer intent list. Then we moved into phase three, which is our Black Friday through Cyber Monday sales. And that was the last episode. It was very, uh, some of the things got a little bit more advanced, but that's basically where we were talking through how we structure our offers, how we prepare our emails and, and, and pull our marketing efforts together. But in particular, I dove really deep into how we're doing Facebook ads with things like intraday scaling, how we're uh, presetting everything and, and how we're actually making optimizations and making fast decisions when we're working in small time frames. That brings us through today. And in this session, I'm going to break down phase four. This is our Christmas sales strategy. And so up to this point, most of what we've done has actually been specific and focused on, um, has been focused largely on the whole Black Friday window. Once we get through this window, we don't want to stop. We still have, we still have these, this opportunity to hop into Christmas and still keep running, keep the momentum. Yes, Black Friday through Cyber Monday, they're typically the largest, that weekend is usually the largest weekend in, uh, in sales for most e-commerce brands throughout the entire year. But we want to maintain that momentum. And so the way we're going to do that is come into Christmas, hot and keep that steam going. So if we're looking here at the calendar, I'm just going to look, you know, know, we have our our four phases here. Uh, If if I'm looking at the calendar here, we're going to be coming out of uh, finally November and into December. And this is where the Christmas sales will begin. And so I'm going to just break down the overarching strategy from a very simplistic standpoint. That Evergreen you know, it's better than a day or two, but it is evergreen for the month. So what I basically mean is we need an offer that we can run throughout all of uh, all of December that is geared toward, um, or up to Christmas at least, that is geared toward one entry point. And we're really using this for paid ads primarily. And then ultimately the goal is to simply continue maximizing revenue during the holidays. We're not going to let off the gas. Yeah, we're like, Pedal to the metal for Black Friday through Cyber Money, but we're still going to maintain that momentum through Christmas. And so the real gist is here is we're going to be running – if you see the blue here, this blue, if you're watching on YouTube at least, um, this blue represents purchase campaigns that we're running. And we have, it all, we have it all the way through the year in case you decide to, to throw on another little ending here for like a New Year's or a post-Christmas clearance sale. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is we want to come up with one offer that we're going to run at least all the way till Christmas. If you want to do a New Year's, you can. But we typically are going to focus on leading up to Christmas, what is that evergreen entry point for new customers? And then these red dots you see here are just timed specific promotions throughout the month of December. Now, we recommend doing at least one to three. You could do more if you want to, um, but ultimately it's where we're coming up with some kind of an offer and we might run it for a day. We might run it for a weekend or we might run it for a couple days. And so we want to strategically plan these cash injections that we're just pushing hard to our warm and our hot audiences, people that are on our list or our SMS list or in our social media. We're putting them on our websites and we're doing these short, promo sprints. And so the good news is if you've done this strategy, this four-phase strategy up to now, you would have run our five-day pre-sale the week before Black Friday to our, our early bird list. You would have run the Black Friday through Cyber Monday. So you already have tested a lot of offers and you've done a, created a lot of cash injection from your list. So you likely have assets that we can begin to consider reusing, meaning For these timed promotions, we we might not need to go create something completely fresh. We could just put a different spin on it. We could could Christmasify it a little bit and just simply uh, send more of what we knew was already working, which is why we do the other two phases. So that said, let's kind of dive into the first part of this, right? Because if we're going to have one offer going throughout all of uh, December and we're going to be running cold ads with that offer, then we have to consider, okay, well, what are these other one to three promotions? And so I have a couple of example offers in here. I'm just going to break down things that we've just seen do relatively well. Um, so very simplistic, simplistically, we have percentage off your site-wide store. Uh, this is great for the evergreen model, just be, or, or for running, to cold traffic throughout the entire month just because it's really simple, it's not product centric, but rather it's site-wide. But either way, we have percentage off site-wide, it could be percentage off or dollars off a collection or a product, Uh, we see this time of year, free gift with purchase does pretty well. Uh, if you don't know what you're going to do, like, hey, what am I going to give away for free? Uh, just go find inventory that you've been sitting on for a little while. And hopefully it's, it's pretty lightweight that you could ship it with just whatever you're doing. And won't add a lot, if any, to your shipping. Um, and let's just liquidate that. And that's one thing you could do. Uh, but we also see r- what does really well. is like buy X, get y or another one is like a variation on that is buy x get y for x amount of dollars so it might be like hey buy uh buy two pounds of shrimp get a third pound of shrimp for one dollar that's an example right so it's a little bit different of a spin and they have to pay for that additional item but people will do it and it adds like this fun flair to it Uh, you can lean into no offers and simply have one of your promotions, uh, the cutoff delivery for Christmas. So choose the date that you could realistically still guarantee delivery by and simply run a promotional campaign uh, to your list, to all your warm and hot audiences for one or two days. Like, hey, this is the cutoff dates for 48 hours, May just a huge emphasis and push on that messaging. And then there's no offer with it. Now, this is another time of year that depending on how many different products you have or different products that you have, um, you can lean into something like the, we call it the X days of brand. So you could, I'd be the the, the 12 days of the e-commerce alley or the, the five days of the e-commerce alley. The amount of days aren't as relevant as the theme of it. So uh, we have had clients do the five days of off-roading. And then we have clients in the outdoor space that do off-roading stuff. And so every day for five days, they had a different deal. So it was rather than like a um, a one-day thing, it was a five-day deal. We've had other clients do the 12 days of Christmas, but they did the 12 days of, and then insert the name of the brand. And that is a lot more resource. So as you're kind of going through this, and then of course I put in here, you could do a New Year's uh, clearance rack right after Christmas if you really wanted to just to liquidate more product, Um, which by the way, is not a bad thing. If you get through Christmas and you're sitting on a lot of inventory and you're saying, hey, what do I do with all this inventory? Liquidate it. If it's sitting there doing nothing, it's uh, it's as good as just burning cash and throwing money in the garbage bin. And so instead of just letting it sit and do nothing, Let's at least recoup the cogs, some of it or all of it, or maybe just break even on or a little bit of profit, whatever you have to do, mark it down. I do recommend doing those things. It just depends on the brand, what you're, how you're trying to build your brand. But ultimately I'm a huge fan of doing it. I mean, think Hobby Lobby. Why do they go 90% off right after Christmas? Because they're going to sit on that inventory and do nothing with it all year long. And so if you're going to have something that's going to end up doing nothing, you might as well liquidate it afterwards. Okay. So we're going to plan our offers just like we planned our phase three and phase two offers in advance. So I want you to pull open the calendar of December and say, okay, where can I position one to three different um, promotions to my warm and hot audiences to really push to my list, my SMS, my my organ- or my uh, my my social media, and even like make sure that it is reflective on the entire website. Plan your offers in advance, so then you can go do the actual work. Once those are planned, the first thing we go to is the emails. Uh, emails are, are, are for, for those offers is going to usually drive the most revenue. Social will probably drive some organic as long as you have, uh, your, your, your navigation bar or your featured image all reflecting the deal that will help. But emails typically the largest. And so what we like to do is sometimes, and, and you may, you can, we'll plan Christmas in advance, but sometimes we'll see something do really well during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or even those pre-sale, the pre-sale strategy we do. And if we see an offer really resonate, like just crush it, we'll consider using that as our evergreen that we run all month long in December with cold traffic. Or we'll consider running it uh, during one of those short promo cycles Uh in the month of December. So for example, with, uh, with All 4S Sheafood, we found that for them, we ended up doing a weekend sale replay because last year uh, we had tested a lot of different, we tested seven different offers, between Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the pre sale. And we found that for them with seafood, people like to just go and pick and get a lot of stuff and get a deal on everything rather than just one product or one collection. And so we found that 15% off was the amount that they were comfortable giving off because seafood has a little bit lower margin and it resonated like hotcakes. And so we went in and that's exactly what we did. And so we just did a replay of what we already knew worked. That was one of the, the, the three promotions that we ended up doing. We also ended up doing the 12 days of deals and that was, that, was an insane, uh, that was an insane amount of success in that for their brand because they have a lot of product and we were able to have different collections and different product deals every single day. And so when we do these promo sprints, just like uh, Black Friday through Cyber Monday, We're, we like to have a high email cadence because this is that time of year. It's okay to send more. People are okay with it. They're expecting it. And so we want to be very uh, strategic when we do it. And so how we do it is we segment our list into three different categories. So we like to take our VIP list and we still will hit them early on a Christmas promotion. Like if it was a weekend sale and it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we would send three emails per day. 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 7 p.m. That's our typical send cadence, but we'd send three. The 7 a.m. email, will blast out. The 7 a.m. goes to our VIP list. The uh, the 11 a.m. email goes to all subscribers, and the 7 p.m. email is kind of like the last call on the deal, and we usually will send this uh, to only our engaged subscribers. Now, I wanna show you something here real quick. What's kind of cool is when you're doing, um, when you're sending The same concept, one question might be like, Josh, how do I send nine emails about the exact same thing? Well, all all you really need to do, it's not that difficult. All all that we'll usually do is change the above the fold. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, and I'll describe this for the audio listeners, uh, what we'll do is we will change the image up top. So that featured image at the very top of the email, we will change that and then we will change the text that sometimes we'll have below. We don't always have text. But when we do, we'll change it, and it feels like an entirely different email. But if you scroll down, a lot of the products that we're highlighting and pushing are pretty similar. Sometimes they're a little bit different, but they're pretty similar. And so, if you just change the graphic up top, it'll feel like three different emails going out in the same day, but it's really the same thing, just set a, set a different way. And usually, the graphics tell a little bit different story, and then people see that, and they're very and, and that they just think that they're different emails. And so, the other thing I want you to keep in mind is. The average open rate for email is between 20 and 30%. So if you send three, one person on average, on average statistically will open one of those emails per day. They're not opening all three. And so um, keep that in mind as you're going through this. So when you plan those promo, you might do the, the the shipping, the guaranteed shipping cutoff date and you might promo it for two days. Great. Send two to three emails each of those days. If you're doing a, uh, if you're doing a twelve days of Christmas, you may decide not to go to three emails a day. You might only go two emails per day, one in the morning and then one in the evening with a, hey, this is the last call for the offer. So you're going to have to strategically kind of plan that out. But emails are the first thing we do, and another reason we do emails first is because once we have these creatives, these graphics in our emails, we take the graphics and we take the copy and all we do is we just, we'll take these and we just repurpose these
0: into. Hey, thanks for checking out the e-commerce alley podcast. If you've been enjoying this episode so far, it would mean a ton to us. If you leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And as a token of our appreciation, if you take a screenshot of your review and email it to team at the ecommerce we're just going to go ahead and shoot you a $10 Amazon gift card just as a thank you. Now back to the episode.
1: Social posts. So we repurpose those right into social posts. We'll also take the creative that we believe is the best of them and we will, we'll resize it. So we'll, we'll resize for the featured image. And the featured image is simply the image on the homepage above the fold. So we'll take, for example, the ones we're looking at here, we'll take one of the creatives that did really well and we'll just resize it. We'll we'll, we'll Christmasify it a little bit uh, and we we will resize it for the homepage and then we'll also take it, we'll take a square version of it and we'll use that inside our social media posts. So we're, we're just, taking the content and repurposing it for different use cases rather than all this work of everything being so different because some people are going to visit your homepage organically. Some people are gonna see yourself on social and they're not gonna see the emails. Some people will see the emails and they won't see the social. And so we want to have the same parallel message across the board. So this is kind of how we tie together uh, for those short promo cycles, our emails to our social, to our website. We make sure everything is telling the same story. Now, outside of that, what do we run for the entire month? That's the next piece to the puzzle. So what we like to do is determine what is our evergreen offer that we want to run throughout the month of December. And then we structure a cold traffic and a warm and hot traffic, let's say, because I'm gonna break down some settings here and you'll see we're gonna include warm and hot. Um, We're gonna create an offer that we're just gonna run throughout the month of December. And the reason we're gonna pick one offer, we could pick two uh, if we wanted to, just as one in the hopper, but we'd like to keep it really simple because we don't wanna go creating a ton of new assets in the middle of December. So to prepare in advance, what we're going to do is we're gonna create minimum three creatives, three headlines, three primary text at minimum. Usually we'll go more than this. So I'd say three plus, is what I'm gonna, these little pluses here. We're gonna create three minimum. It depends on what your budget is. If you're spending like $100 a day, you should be fine with just three creatives, three headlines, three primary text. If you're spending more than that, some people listening or watching this right now spend substantially more than that. Then just increase the assets that you need in proportion to the budget that you're, you're spending with. So what we'll do is we will simply take our offers using what we know works. And so for offer our seafood, as you can see, as an example here, uh, we have a holiday sale. So we ran 15% off your next order and we made it really, really simple. 15% off. We had three different creatives here. We have three headlines. So 15% off holiday sale, holiday sale, 15% off site-wide, limited time sale, save 15% site-wide, which by the way, we just learned for their audience that calling out the offer and saying limited time sale and, and just saying the word sale in limited time uh, really resonates. People just love deals on seafood. And so for them in particular, this is what resonated. It may not be the same for you, but this is what worked for them. And so we just had three headlines prepped and then three primary texts prepped. Once we piece this all together, we were then able to go in, launch our campaigns and then let these campaigns ride and just do optimizations through the month of December rather than needing to just constantly create assets and, and then be behind the eight ball during the whole month. And so with that in mind, I wanna just drop some campaign structure notes for you. So when you're structuring your campaigns, in December, this is, these are just some rules of thumb and some things that we do just to make sure that we're primed and we're not uh, making any last we're not having to do any last minute things that can cause a lot of stress stress. So first things first, lead with offers that you know already work. So if before the holidays, for example, you've already been running an offer or an entry point for your for your brand, lead with that. Keep that going. You don't have to do something brand new just because. All we're gonna do is we're gonna consider we're gonna consider overlaying holiday theming on the ad. So if you have an ad that works already and it's like a lifestyle and you have food in the shot and it's a lifestyle photo and you just wanna add some Christmas flair to it, add Chris like just add the holiday theming. Uh, There's just a different emotion about it when people begin to see that. And so you don't have to go do tons of ad testing Like we do what we call the ad lab. We don't ad lab for this. We're just taking proven assets. We're taking proven data and knowledge that we have about our customers and moving that into our ads. And so we're gonna lead with offers that we know already work. Uh, We're going to build assets in advance for the month. So what I would recommend is using the month of November to build out these assets, the headlines, the primary text, and the creatives so that you're not... uh, you're not sitting there and having to create stuff in live time, which is why we recommend having at least, now I said three earlier, but more is ideal depending on your budget. For most of our clients, we'll go minimum five of each of those. So we'll have five to 10 or sometimes more creatives and we call it in the hopper, So it just means like, hey, we have these in a folder or we have them in a spreadsheet so that that way we can use these inside our campaigns and they're just in the hopper. They're just sitting there waiting. So if something stops working, I don't have to stop in the midst of a busy season with all kinds of orders and volume going out and all kinds of other stresses and time constraints to go create new stuff. We've already done the work. So if you create this in advance, throw it in a Google Drive folder or throw it in a folder somewhere, Put have things ready to go, locked and loaded, so that if something stops performing, we're killing, we're cycling in. That said, Similar to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. There's a little bit of overlap here in campaign structure and strategy. Now, while we might not be doing intraday scaling and and preset decision-making windows, um, what we are going to do is we are going to expand our cold audiences, meaning leaning into broad, Uh, where you're only selecting demographics or leaning into advantage plus audiences where you give it a little bit of direction, but you ultimately let Facebook go broad and decide, uh, have that flexibility to to target who it wants. Where if you have proven audiences, we're not trying to go after small individual audiences. We're trying to consolidate and stack these audiences as large as possible. And in doing so, we want want to make sure that we're trying to uh, keep it simple. Like we're consolidating campaigns. Ideally, during this month, when we're running a promotion, um, an evergreen promotion through the month of, like let's just say up to Christmas time, we're going to consolidate ideally into one or two campaigns and keep it really small, really simple. So consolidated campaigns, consolidated ad set structures. So I might be only targeting broad and then have another an ad set that's targeting only stacks. And then I have my ads within that, whether, whether I'm structuring as DCA or whether I'm structuring as just individual posts that we go in and we start killing things that aren't working. And so we're gonna consolidate campaign structure. So budget is really going deep and we're able to spend and optimize versus trying to go wide. We're gonna also make sure from a messaging standpoint that we're considering first and second party purchasers. And what I mean by that is the fact that people are buying for gifting. And so your language can reflect that. Your language can and should also consider reflecting hey, this, makes, this is a perfect gift for your husband or your wife. And so uh, imagine the, like, like, get them to imagine the reaction and the feeling they'll have when the person that they're buying for experiences the opening of that product. And so just consider that with your ads, you can start leaning into that second party language uh, with from a messaging standpoint. And then the final thing here is, a, we'll always be running like dynamic product ads, we'll be running some form of retargeting a lot of times, but not speci- we're not building campaigns specific to that. So while if we have something that's already running like a DPA campaign, we're gonna let that keep running. But in the cold targeting, like when we're building out these campaign structures, we're also not going to add exclusions. We're not gonna exclude our warm and our hot audiences because this is a time that we are okay with saturating them. We're gonna saturate them. They might see uh, dynamic product ads of a carousel of products that they looked at, but then they might start seeing, they're gonna start seeing the other ads that you've run inside this campaign structure here. If you're running too broad or you're running to advantage plus audiences or big stacks of audiences, Facebook's smart. It knows who those warm and hot people are. So what does it do? It goes it, it goes to them pretty quickly. Um, that's okay. This is that time where we wanna show our deals. You're emailing people about it. You're texting people about it. You're posting on social media. We want them to see an offer all Christmas time long so that this whole month, they're just getting hammered with these ads because after that, we're gonna shut it off and we're gonna go back to different stuff. And so let's really uh, not have those exclusions. Let's let let us Let's give Facebook flexibility to work. Let's give it all of our let's work ahead with our assets and give it things that we know have been proven to work in the past. And that is how we're going to run with the Facebook ads side of it. Okay. So just, just to recap a couple of things here, I know this was a lot. And sometimes I can talk a little fast. I want to recap just a couple things here. Um, when we Come out of Black Friday. So just to recap the phases, we're doing offers, website and inventory planning. We move into a Black Friday VIP presale. Then we get, which is five days of presales the week before Black Friday. Then we move into Black Friday through Cyber Monday. This This is hard. This is where our ads are very aggressive. Our emails are hyper aggressive. Our texts, our social, everything. We have to go above and beyond in our marketing efforts there. Once we get out of that, we move into Christmas sales. And so we're going to, Select, we're going to kind of prepare one to three core promotions to run throughout the month of December with different offers. We're also going to, we're also going to then plan to run an evergreen campaign that we'll usually have go live December first, which is a Friday this year, and so we're going to have that go live on December first, and that's going to run through all the way up until the time that makes sense. So if we're running it for a Christmas focus, or, then it would run up to likely New Year or New Year's Eve, Christmas. But if you wanted to, you could also plan something for after that is like a clearance sale if you really wanted to. So we're gonna plan our offers in advance. We're gonna create, we usually will begin with the emails. From the emails, we could repurpose those assets into social media posts and into uh, resizing them as featured images on our homepage. We're then gonna move into the ads. And if we wanna be smart with our ads, we're gonna create assets in advance so we're not left there trying to figure things out. And we're gonna consolidate and keep everything as simple as possible so we have the least amount of changes throughout the month of December so you could focus on being present with family, but then also delivering orders and other things like that. Well, I have a favor to ask you. If you enjoyed this this little mini series we did, this four-part mini series here, then I would appreciate you if you would drop a thumbs up on YouTube, hit subscribe on YouTube. Also, if you're a listener of this podcast and you're finding value in it, or you've been a listener for a while and you haven't yet left a review, please, we would be so uh, grateful if you, that would be a great Christmas gift to us. If you could just leave us a review, it'll help you get in the hands of other entrepreneurs out there. But that said, this episode, was produced by Dylan Counts. And if you're not part of the eCommerce Alley Facebook group, you can also go join it by going to the slash group. And there's a button that just redirects you to our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the eCommerce Alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to AllyPodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.